Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Google Parenthood podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're so good at this. What are, um, what are we again? <laughs> yeah, we're that, that thing. We're doing a podcast. Um, okay, so today we're going to chat about a big one, and I think that this is something that I definitely didn't expect, but something that I felt a lot of feels around, and that's the jump from one to two kids. Um, tell so, yes. Why did nobody so tell us? Why? I feel like I see so many people and it's so hard, right? Because like people will be on Facebook and people are like, what's it like to go from one to two kids? Like what's the best age gap? Blah, blah, blah. And people like some people are like, oh, it was so easy. Like, you know, the second kid just slots in. And then others are like, that was a fucking shit fight. <laughs> that was me? That was me too. Um, yeah. I Like my first baby was so chill. Like he, you know, he catnaps and things, but he was always so happy. And then my second baby had reflux and he screamed for 10 hours a day. Like he was such a routine kid that if I, if I deviated from his nap time by 15 minutes, it was a full blown screaming match. Like, and this is, you know, well into his toddler years. Like it just, mm. you know, he did not just slot in quietly. He came screeching in bloody rubber burning tires screaming like engine on fire and I was like what the hell have I done so <laughs> that was timely as well <laughs> oh my god yeah. so like I think I think firstly it's important to remember that like nobody can answer this question for you because it totally depends on the kids like if you've got two chill kids, if you've got one that was harder and then the next one's chill, if you've got one that was chill and then the next one's hard, like that's going to really change the way that this is for you. Um, so firstly, like the way that you're feeling, like those feelings of I've ruined my first child's life or I've messed up here or like maybe I wasn't as good a parent as what I thought I was. Um, like those are all really, really normal feelings when you're going from one to two kids. Um, not only that, but my God, the mum guilt. Yeah, Holy shit, the mum guilt. Like, go, yeah, like feeling like I didn't have time for my first baby anymore. And, you know, I've always said that, you know, I think the best thing that I could have given my kids is, is siblings because now I see them, you know, they're five, three and 17 months old now and they get, well, the boys get along pretty well. My daughter's less so, but, you know, that will help. <laughs> but, like, yeah, but like I see their I see their relationship now and it's beautiful and I can't imagine not having done it the way that I did it. There's only 17 months between my boys. So it really was pretty hectic. Like we were right right in the thick of it. Um but like I remember thinking daily, like I've I've ruined his life. I should not have done this. You know, this was a mistake. Um like of course like I love my baby and you know we 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 love to jump to that right like a, oh you know I love my baby but I'm going to say something negative about them um like you know and they're great now but yeah it was it was hard yeah I um, think the, the the biggest issue that I always see as well and whether it's whether it's even just going through like having your first baby and definitely the jump from 1 to 2 mm-hmm. is that whenever we talk about the hard stuff or the challenging stuff, we're told not to because it'll scare people. Yes. So by not talking about it, we all get to that point and we have that second one and go, fuck, like Nobody I had no like idea this. this is what it was going to be like. So oh, instead yeah. of doing things to prepare for it and make sure that we're supported, we don't because we don't want to scare anyone. And it drives me fucking yeah. mad because I don't know about you guys, but 
like we had a really rough start with my second he had really bad jaundice and I had to go back into hospital with him for it was like five days Mm. and Eva was two and a half like she wasn't hanging around the hospital so I said to my husband I was like I feel like a single mum I feel like mm. a single mom and my toddler's been taken away from me yeah. because I'm only seeing her for like 15, 20 minutes a day and she wants to go to the playground. Yeah. She wants to get an ice cream. She, she doesn't want to sit in a hospital room. Like yeah. she has no idea yeah. what's going on. And yeah. you end up even more isolated. Like it really is just a divide and conquer kind yep. of thing when you've got mm. no preparation in place for it. And then you've got all Absolutely. of the guilt on top. Mm-hmm. See, I like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a weirdo, but I just don't, I don't, I don't really feel like I've experienced um, mum guilt. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm sure I've had like my moments, but it's not something I've ever like actually let myself subscribe to. And I think we've got an episode coming up on the whole mum's yeah. mum guilt thing. Yeah. But um, <laughs> we don't like, we're our, our transition from one to two was a fucking nightmare as well. Because um, my first was an absolute unicorn child and she still is. She's just a, that easy, even temperamented kind of a child. We definitely still have our moments, you know, but it's just so much easier. Whereas when my little, my youngest came along, um, it was shocking. Like it was actually like the most, I couldn't, I just couldn't, I just could not understand how people had managed that to navigate that one to two transition. Yeah. yeah. And I think like, that's the hard part, right? Like when people are like, oh, it's, it's really easy. And then you're having a horrible time of it. And you're like, why am I struggling so much here? Like I must be a terrible mother. Like I'm just not, I'm not coping. We ended up using a baby gate. I had to put a baby gate on my daughter's room so that when I was trying to settle my newborn, um, I would leave her in there with like certain boxes of toys that she only got when she could be in her room. Um, because multiple times before doing the baby gate thing, I found her up on the bench. Um, one of the times it was with um, spray and wipe cleaning windows, cleaning like oh. mummy, cleaning like <laughs> mummy, and she's wiping my windows on the kitchen bench top. Fabulous. Second time I think I found her, oh, on the vanity in the bathroom with the toothpaste everywhere. <laughs> so that was the second time. And I was like, right, I think we're going to put a baby cake on your room. And she's, you know, she'd call out to me and I'd call back. I'd be like, nearly done, you know. But it was like not, like just the pure logistics of it is like yeah. nothing I ever – and yeah. I'm used to running a classroom of eight to ten special needs children, which is full yeah. on. But I yeah. had help. <laughs> but I had help. Yeah. Like I had a, a yeah. team of awesome EAs or teacher aides, yeah. and yeah. you don't have that. Yeah. You don't have that. Yeah. No, I actually had one once when they went from that transition, and her toddler actually um, took her nappy off and used <clears throat> used the poo in her nappy to paint the wall. And I think when oh, you've experienced shit. that, you know that something's got to change. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that's a doozy. Yeah. Yeah, like just the legit. She wins. Like, she wins that one. one that I- yeah. I'll, yeah. Take, the tooth- oh I'll take the toothpaste. Oh, never dealt she with that. She said to me, I'm yet. ready for change, and this is oh. why. I was like, shit, yes, you're ready for change. Literally shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I think, you know, I, the other one that I always used to struggle with is, like, when they were both crying at the same time. And I was like, who do I go uh, to first? Like, yeah. who do I who do I comfort? Like, which fire do I put out first? Like, that one's mm. doing something dangerous, but, like, this baby's doing this. And, blah. like, my mum used to say, like, when she was breastfeeding my sister, I she used to have to lock the door because I she found me out on the road. She found me out on the road. She was, a, like, she was in the room. But, like, you know, toddlers, toddlers are they're crazy, man. They'll, resourceful. They, they smell it. They know. <laughs> they are resourceful. Yeah, well, the they thing. know. They're um, no, like 
I don't even know where I read it at the time, but one of the best things I read not long after I'd had James was um, to like vocalize who you needed to go to. So whether it would be, you know, he might be crying because he was getting hungry and I'd be like, hang on, buddy, you just have to wait a second so that I can make Eva a sandwich so that that way Mm. she would hear Mm. me prioritizing her as well. And it was such a game changer, like picking up those little things along the way just made things so much easier. I think I used to struggle a lot with like, I would read things online about people sort of saying like, you know, leaving their baby to cry was going to damage them and things like that, Uh. which obviously I know so differently now. But like, again, when you have a newborn that screams for 10 hours a day, he would do five hours in the morning, take like an hour or two nap and then do another five hours in the afternoon. And like, you know, that was a really Mm. nice time of my life. So (laughs) reading things about that. And you went back for number three, man. I know. I know. I know. know. It's so true, though. Like, reflux babies grow up and they're fine. Like, they're not damaged. (laughs) No, like, he's okay. But, like, I would read things like this and I'd be like, well, I have to. Like, logistically, it is not possible for me to be there for both of my kids all the time. And definitely with three. Like, Mm. I've completely gotten over that now because, yeah, my kids were, I had three and three and a half years. So, like, they're close together. Mm. and there was always some crying like my husband worked away for the first eight months of my daughter's life like I was on my own with three little kids like yeah my mum helped and stuff but I still had to like I would I, I remember being terrified when he was going away because I was like what if what if I have like two kids crying at the same time at night what if they're both awake at night like what do I do what do I do? Like I'm on my own. I can't. I can't be with both yeah, of them. Like you go and pour yourself yeah, a after... nice strong drink. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness! Not while breastfeeding though. <laughs> uh, no, like, yeah, sure. My... Courtney, yeah. mother of the year over here. Go yeah, and pour yeah. yourself a hot, like no, a hot drink. A, an hot alcohol. No, do the hot yeah, drink something. instead yeah. of the alcohol. Yeah, yeah. But like I found myself in the rocking chair in my son's room after having my third, with a newborn in one arm, him like asleep on my shoulder. And there was no other adult in the house. And I was like, ooh, what do I do? Yes. (laughs) Like, they were both asleep. How do I do this without dropping someone or waking someone up? And you get there. But, like, nobody talks about this stuff, about Mm. the logistics. And I think it it really is setting mums up to fail because they feel like, like, I've spoken to so many people after having their second. I've got quite a few friends that have just had their second. And they're like, how the hell did you do this with three? And I'm like, we'll have another episode on that another day. But um, <laughs> but it, it is <laughs> it is really important to remember that yeah, you know, it, it it is logistical. It is a hard. It is a transition. It's a process. And like, give yourself the space and get yourself the support. Whether that's with your family, whether that's with like a doula like Emma, whether that's you know, how however it looks for you, um. But I think a, another big thing that, that you can face depending on what your first child's like is that that acting out of your toddler when mm-hmm. you're busy with the baby. So like I need to put this me, down as an idea as a as a podcast it because I can talk to that like till the cows come home. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, like I I'm just gonna go through a couple of quick ones here that helped me. But um I found like as soon as you find out that you're pregnant, like as soon as you're going to go through any transition with your toddlers, like start talking to them about it as soon as you can. Show them pictures. Mm -hmm. As your belly starts getting bigger, there's a baby in mummy's belly. Yeah, all the time, every day. 
like we're going to do things with them and, and include them. It's not like, you know, oh yeah, mommy's going to have this baby and like I'm going to turf you off to dad because I can't do it. It's like, we're going to go to the park with the baby. We're going to do this and you're going to help mommy do this. And again, if they don't want it, that's cool too. Like my first kid was just like, yeah, I was like, hey mate, can you go get the wipes for me? He'd just look at me and be like, mom, <laughs> I don't care. I'm not helping you. <laughs> um, but like trying to spend that time with the older child, I think it's, it's really easy to get caught up in that. Like, oh my God, I've got so much to do. And like having the second kid, it like triples your workload. It, I don't, I don't understand how the maths works, but it's like, mm. you know, you've all of a sudden got five times more washing than what you did with just three of you. And it does, the maths just not equate, but like, there's just so much more to do. It's so much harder than the first time around. So like baby carriers, absolute game changer. Um, but yeah, spending that time with them, like, don't always just say like, daddy's going to do it. Daddy's going to do it. Daddy's going to do it. This is again, where it's going to be helpful for you. If your first child will go to your partner and that, you know, we've spoken about that in a previous episode and we will probably speak about that as a whole, as a whole episode, cause it's a Mm. big one, but just even 10 minutes, 10 minutes is better than no minutes a day of sitting down with them and being like, what do you want to play? Let's talk. Let's like, mommy will play with you. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think it just helps to alleviate that guilt and it helps to alleviate that whole, like, I've been pushed to the side because it's, like, both both is hard, like, getting another, having another baby is hard, but also dealing with your hopeless emotions when we've got an, un, an unconstructed brain. Um, they don't understand. They don't get it. No. no. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care that you're struggling. They don't. They haven't developed empathy yet. <laughs> They're very mm. selfish little people. So it's important that we don't expect them to just, you know, sit and colour for 12 hours a day while we deal with the baby. Like we need oh, to find God, ways no. to mitigate that Good and to, to find time for them. And, and yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, might. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, like I think, guys, the main, the main takeaway is like, yeah, the jump from one to two kids is going to be different for everybody. It's going to look different mm. on everybody. It really is so dependent on your situation. Um, and if you if you breathe through it, awesome. But, like, don't be that guy that gets onto Facebook and is like, I breathe through it, you will too. Because you can't, you can't call that. If it's hard, you're not failing. Can you tell this rails up? Love it. <laughs> no, yeah. you're if not. It's, not it's hard. normal. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I think one of the things yeah. that um, and, used and to come up that I would see on Instagram quite a bit was the whole... Um, you know, I feel bad for my first child because now I've got my second, like I'm having a second child Mm. and that feels really bad and this, that and the other. And I just remember going and like, and thinking like, I just, I just don't align with that, that mentality only Mm. because um, your second child actually never gets to have all of you. They, and they know no different. And it doesn't, it doesn't, um, you don't love your second child less or your first child more. You love them differently. If anything, it just, um, it just, the The love increases. Yeah, it does. It just doubles, triples, you know, like there's always room for more. There's always room for more until you're done. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Perspective of how you look at it, like, you know, cup half full, cup half empty sort of thing. And as you said, like, if your first has had one-on-one time with you for a year or for two years, <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. That's something so that your lucky. second never gets. I've never actually really even thought about that. Thanks, Court. 
You're yeah. so welcome. I know it's just like I like yeah. It used to just really kind of rile me up a little bit. I'm just like, but your your second has never known any. It would never know any mm. different. They've always. I think that's why I never attention. Yeah, like, I never felt guilty about you know still sending my older kids to daycare or to their grandparents' place or out with dad and stuff so that I could spend time with with the second baby or the third baby because mm. yeah, that one on one time is just so much less. But I think yeah, another big one is yeah, like that they. Like you, you worry that you're never gonna love them, and, and you do. You will. You will. Of course. You love them differently. Yeah. You don't love them. Yeah, you don't love them anymore or any less. You like, yeah. My my favorite child depends on you know how much the other two are torturing me on any given day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's been throwing things at my head? Uh, <laughs> who's been pinching me or biting me or whatever? Um, but like they're all they're all little different different people. It's like you know I have got different friends that I go to for different things, and and mm. I know exactly who I need to go to for different problems, and I know who's going to tell me what I need to hear. Your kids are just the same. Like you know I love the way that mm. my eldest is. He loved animals and he's just this beautiful, beautiful, sensitive little soul. And then like, I love my second kid's fire. Like he's so mm. funny and probably the smartest three-year-old I've ever met. And I know that all moms say that, but <laughs> he is. And then like my daughter, like she's my daughter, you know, like she's, she's my little girl and she's my baby. And, you know, I don't love one of them anymore. I just, I just, yeah, my heart just expanded and it's just, yeah, this beautiful, it's just honestly you will never, you will never see anything more beautiful than watching your kids together. Like it is yeah. just, oh, it's going to make me tear up. Like it's just, I remember when my, when my kids first met, especially my boys with my daughter, because, you know, my oldest was only 17 months and he was kind of like, what is this thing? Like it's crying, Potato. get it away from me. <laughs> yeah. But like, they were so excited when I brought my daughter home. My eldest was three and a half and he was just like, oh, we want to hold her. We want to hold her. And mm. I was just like, this is just, oh, I love this. It's so beautiful. And it's just, there are good things, guys. There really are. Um, but yes, yeah. if you are struggling through this or you are currently preg pregnant with your second, it's a ride, but it's a beautiful one. <laughs> yeah. If I can, if I can offer a little carrot for the future, I have now, just in the last couple of months, experienced three times where my daughter has actually put my son to bed and she has gone in Gold. and put his pyjamas on and oh. read him stories and sang him songs and tucked oh. him in and then come out and said, he just needs a goodnight mummy kiss. And I was like, this is like the holy grail. <laughs> yes. That brings the new phase of parenting. Yeah. Like they rave about it. Like, yeah. yeah. So he precious. So he was so excited. I went eager to read me a story. It was beautiful. Oh, that's so beautiful. Quinny, like, tries to do that with Knox, and he's like, no, go away. <laughs> <laughs> she tries so hard. Like, honestly, he could not have a better, bigger sister in his life because she is so tolerant. It's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> awesome. Bye. I think we'll leave it there, guys. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next time.